Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in this week. I'm super excited about my guest, Yamina. Please follow her on Instagram, Yamina Does Comedy. She is down in LA and always doing shows. Please look her up and see if you can um, watch her stand up. I also wanted to do a little corrections from our episode last week with Layton. My bad. Um, for. The band Muna, I don't know why I said Manu, maybe because I do like the song Megusa, which is an old song from Manu. I highly recommend looking it up. The name of the band is Muna, M-U-N-A, and they did the cover for Sometimes cover of Britney Spears. It is amazing, awesome. I'm pretty sure you're going to hear them all summer because of Fire Island. They're in the soundtrack. But yes, I wanted to do that little correction of the band and make sure that you guys know that I am not stupid. <laughs> Just know that when I record, my mind goes completely blank and I really hate that side of myself. But um, without further ado, please enjoy my conversation with Yamina. Let's go all the way tonight. No regrets. Thanks so much for tuning in with me for Best Week Ever. Today, this week, I have Yamina. Uh, please, Yamina, introduce yourself to my listeners. It's pronounced Yamini. Oh my God, I'm so that. sorry. That's okay. Uh, I'm the worst. That's okay. I feel like it's easy to mispronounce if you haven't heard it. So Yeah, I feel like I should know that though, because I listen to your podcast. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I used to say it a lot at the beginning and to, like I just kind of stopped saying my name oh do you have like a nickname at but, all or like yeah um, I like saying your full name <laughs> Yamini Yamini's good a lot of my friends call me yams or yams oh I love that um, I do love me some yams yeah so <laughs> those are my nicknames a little bit about myself um I am a comedian based out of LA I spent a couple of years in Chicago that's where I went to school and I've been doing comedy, like stand-up sketch, improv in all its forms for like the last 10-ish years. And now um, I'm in LA, I'm, I have a podcast called Pillow Fight. I have a monthly show called Chicago Tens that I produce with my friends who we all went to college in Chicago. And yeah, I'm just like, have been acting a little bit, writing a little bit, kind of doing whatever, um, yeah. Yeah, I've been seeing you a lot lately. Um, I did see uh, your YouTube video of the makeup where it was millennials versus um, Gen, Gen Z. Z. And I got a little bit offended because I do do my makeup like Gen Z. And like, I felt like the millennial stuff was more Gen X. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that it was like, I don't know. I had no, imp I was just kind of sitting there while they yeah. put makeup on me. This for a Sephora ad, basically like for a Sephora YouTube video. And it really wasn't like generational makeup. I think it was just like kind of makeup trends from 10 years ago versus the trends yeah. now. Yeah, that's you know? true. So I think they mislabeled it, but I mean, I think that like, but she was a very talented artist. I thought like she did a good job on both sides of my face. You did look great. I liked both yeah. to be yeah. quite honest. I was no. like, they're both good. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, after she did that, I had like the split face, but I was in the bathroom after taking like profile shot selfies, like from the side, because I couldn't, like from the front, I looked crazy, but from each side, I looked good. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, so for this week, we start off with our honorable mentions of worst week. Would you like to go first to see if you have any? Usually I have three, but this week, um, like I said, it's kind of bleak, so. Sounds good. Okay, well then I'll start with the um, Internet Explorer is being, is ending, is uh, they're stopping it. Uh, yeah. So there won't be any Firefox and Chrome and Internet Explorer, it'll just be those two now. I yeah, I think it's just Internet Explorer is, is being is being killed off. And there was like a joke 
on Twitter today that was saying that it's like 27 years old. And so it's joining the 27 club. And I think that like part of my, as like a Gen Z millennial cusp, so much of my, um, you know, youth was spent searching things on Internet Explorer. It was like one of those kind of markers of, I guess, like my my youth. So, I mean, it's an honorable mention for worst week ever, obviously not a huge deal, but <laughs> I saw it and I was like, oh, like Internet Explorer. I definitely was using Internet Explorer for like too long. Like I took a long time to transition to Chrome because I just felt very, you know, like that was, I was used to Internet Explorer, so. Yeah, and that was um, like way before Google. So like, I'm just remembering like the layout of Internet Explorer too, whenever you had a search for something, it, it's, it was just so hard. It's hard to explain mm-hmm. to Gen Z now how like, um encrypted it looked like um, yeah yeah it looked it looked like fake yeah like a like art (laughs) of like what the like if someone made like a fake computer drawing like that's what it looked like I mean I wouldn't be surprised if it would be painted into an art like the layout of internet yeah and then Microsoft it was like made in Microsoft paint that's what it looks like yeah like soon to be bought off in nft maybe yeah, well, who knows? NFTs are crashing. <laughs> um, how, when were you born? I was born 87. Okay. Yeah, millennial. Gotcha. I guess I'm so, an old millennial. <laughs> I'm like, I'm really in between them, in between millennial and Gen Z. So I, so I don't, I don't really feel like strongly about either one, but yeah. Yeah, you're so, a SB. <laughs> yeah, zillennial, as they say. Um yeah, that's one of my honorable mentions for worst week ever. And then another one that I have is um, this like hoopla about Kim K like stretching out Marilyn Monroe's dress, which like I'm I was tired of the discourse when she wore it. I'm tired of it now. Like I think that like um, one, it sucks that it got stretched, but two, like two, I think that she could have worn a fake one. Three, like people are really just like being like, how dare you, com-? like, people are really coming for Kim, like, I think everybody's perspective on this is annoying. Very. Um, no matter what side you're on, I think it's annoying to really be talking about it right now. Um, also, the fact that her dress is being stored in a Ripley's Believe It or Not, that feels sacrilegious, more so than Kim K wearing <laughs> it out. Um, yeah, so that's, that's another one of my honorable mentions for worst week ever. I only had three, so. Well, Marilyn Monroe was definitely in my honorable, like the dress was on my honorable mentions as well, just because of course the discourse was super annoying and the Met Gala was, it seems like it was so long ago and that we're still talking about the dress. And yes, it's really messed up that she messed up the dress, but we also have to like kind of blame whoever lent her the dress. Yeah. it's a lose-lose such like situation and like yeah I don't it's weird to see all these Marilyn Monroe fans coming out of the wood cracks you know like yeah and I'm just like really like I and I saw a tweet from Ira Madison saying I can't wait till she ruins Audrey Hepburn's dress which is so true because I feel like this is just a taste of what will come to other people's obsessive minds with celebrity yeah theme I guess I mean I think like in the in the next like 50 years someone's gonna wear some like dress that Kim Kardashian wore you know it's gonna be like someone's gonna wear that J-Lo dress that's like it's just gonna continue well, the J-Lo dress is already huge right yeah so yeah <laughs> I don't know I I think that like I also just think why couldn't she have just worn a replica like I think that if she had worn a replica and was like I'm dressing as Marilyn Monroe no one would have been like there would have been the usual like Kim hater crowd on her but like I don't know I don't know why that wasn't like so obviously the right option yeah so, I mean like they could have done custom made exactly a replica and still honor the whole Marilyn Monroe look yeah but yeah you're yeah right. so I just think like also this whole thing about her stretching out the dress there's some like and then she like lost weight to fit into it there's like this whole thing like size thing that I feel like is an aspect of it that I just think is weird and yeah, I'm just like ready to move on. Yeah, I hope we never have to like this. I'm sure pop culture wise, we will be hearing this dress 
about this dress in 15 years, but not as much as the discourse as it is right now with Twitter yeah. and social media. Exactly. Um, so for one of my worst week honorable men uh, mentions is Wendy Williams. Today they announced that um, she will not return to the World Wendy Williams show. We know that she's been in a bit of a hiatus these last couple months, I think this past year. Um, but yeah, after 14 years being on daytime TV, she is hanging it up. And I think it's a worst week for her because she's not even going to be on the show to bid her farewell. I know that um, a lot of speculation has been going around with her and her money and her lifestyle and her health. So yeah, I, this is like a huge loss for me. I loved Wendy Williams in the 90s <laughs> in radio. Like I loved her in radio. Um, and when she moved on to TV, I remember friends going to her show. So it's just like a bummer. She gave us so much and it's amazing how much footage there is of her mm -hmm. just like being her. And I feel like we're kind of thankful for all of that, but it's just like a bummer for how yeah. she's leading the show. She definitely has had like a lot of iconic moments in daytime TV. And I never watched her show, but I feel like I saw so much like so many clips of it online yeah. or like iconic like moments and like quotes and phrases from her. I don't really know that much surrounding like speculation about her. Uh, yeah. Do you care to enlighten me? <laughs> yeah, no, there's, there's just been, so she left the show because of her health. She hasn't been really all there apparently, mm. um, which is kind of sad because all she has is her son who is in college, I think, in his 20s, and her ex-husband, who basically was his, like, her husband, a husbander, like, a manager, but they're yeah. not together anymore, um, like, the Lifetime movie of her herself, I highly recommend watching it, because she produced it, directed it, and wrote for it, um, which is, pretty much gives you her whole life story of how she is, but yeah, she yeah. is speculated to a lot of, um, she's been having these weird TikTok videos where she's telling her lawyers she wants her money and there's conservatorship talk around her, um, uh, her money as well. Yeah, apparently she hasn't been able to touch her money um, and that her, like the people who are in charge of her accounts are basically, it's, it's all sketchy and murky and all alleged but still yeah. the fact that she has to go on a social media platform to beg for her to get money out of the bank is kind of like sketch yeah it's giving Brittany yeah it's like so sad you'll never catch me with the husbander absolutely <laughs> not girl after reading Reba's memoir I am never it's <laughs> letting a, like my husband get in charge yeah. of any of my accounts <laughs> no 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 absolutely yeah. not yeah uh, for runner up, did you have a runner up uh, worst week at all this week? Um, oh, okay. I, I guess my the Kim K dress was my runner up. I don't mm -hmm. know what. Um, let me look. Well, I can list. start with mine because it's okay. a pretty good topic. I think Go Ryan Goslin being Ken. I <laughs> I think it's the worst week for him in general, just because of the discourse being talked about in Twitter saying that he's too old. I really don't like the ageist comments mm -hmm. because I don't, I feel like people have amnesia or I don't know if people just don't realize, but in the nineties and eighties, all of our high school sweethearts in movies were borderline in their thirties. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So for like kids to say like he's too old to play Ken, well, he's an actor and there's so many teenager roles being played by older. Mm -hmm. Like yes, now we kind of side-eyed it, but like I'm not surprised that Ryan Gosling got it. Are yeah. you? <laughs> no, no, I think that he's like really has been a male beauty standard for like my whole life. And also, I think that it's like the movie is kind of intentionally camp, it seems like the kind of like aesthetics of it. And I think that like part of that is kind of having it be a little bit uncanny. And I think that like the pictures that I saw yesterday, I thought were like really working for that kind of look. Like uh, it's not like if I was like going out there and looking for like the best picture of Ryan Gosling, looking the best and the cutest as himself. No, I wouldn't pick that. But I made me excited for the movie. Like I was like, this looks fun. 
I'm so, still gonna see it I'm yeah. still in I mean like it didn't turn me on like it did to everyone else when they saw the picture <laughs> yeah I don't think that it was like sexy to me but it looked like a fun movie and I was definitely like excited about it um and I so. hope this doesn't make Ryan Gosling feel shitty about his looks <laughs> listen Ryan Gosling is like is like notoriously one of the most handsome men in America so <laughs> I hope not I think that is also funny. Like, did you ever watch Glee? Yeah. Like, the, the, they were straight up 40-year-olds playing high schoolers in Glee. Like, mm-hmm. I I think that, I think that it's nice that we're moving away from that because I think, like, in general, like, it's, it's more authentic to see people play similar to their age. But I do think that there's, like, some fun in it. Like, there's just something that's so, for shows that are, like, that absurd, and movies that are that absurd it's like fun to see them yeah. playing around with that um and yeah oh speaking of glee i have okay i've got a runner-up for worst week ever <laughs> um is leah michelle is set to be taking over for beanie feldstein on the funny girl run on broadway and i think that is the worst week for anyone around leah michelle because she's about to be so insufferable because that's literally like I'm I think really that surprised was, that Bernie let that happen <laughs> um yeah I don't know like well she was like Beanie was getting like kind of um negative reviews on like by critics and stuff and I don't know like they took a pause I don't know what's gonna happen here but I think Vanessa uh sorry Vanessa where, where did your name is Vanessa I'm looking at your name that's why I said Vanessa um I think that Leah Michelle is so insufferable. And I think that literally like Rachel Berry was Leah Michelle. And I think that like, she has been, she is going to be like, I told you so. And she's going to crush it. Cause she's amazing. Like she's so talented. She's right. going to do amazing. And people are going to like rave about it. And it's going to be like a big, I told you so moment for her. And that sucks. So, you know, she'll be great, but I'm, I don't like her. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. No. <same. laughs> So yeah, <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, I mean, it goes to show that cancel culture really does not exist. And I feel bad for the cast and crew that has to like be in that production with her. It's going mm-hmm. to be so toxic. <laughs> yeah. And so like difficult. Yeah. I was watching some episodes of Glee recently with my roommate and there were some episodes where I was watching and I was just like watching Mercedes sing and I was like, oh, she's a champ because I know that she was like getting bullied on this set <laughs> by Leah Michelle. And yeah, yeah it's like an interesting way to view it looking back, but yeah. So my winner for worst week is the fan who bumped into Rita Hanks while Tom and Rita were leaving an airport. I don't know where it was, to be quite mm-hmm. honest. I just saw the video and it was the first time that I've ever seen in a non-acting performance way, Tom Hanks be mean, one, be mean, two, scream, and three, literally like defend his wife. Um, yeah. Worst week for that Tom Hanks fan. If Tom Hanks were to ever yell at me, I would cry. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You do not want to be like the one person that that is <laughs> that gets the bad end of him. Like, yeah. What <laughs> what did he say to or what he, did the fans say? Well, it looked like it looked it looked everyone was just huddling behind them and like it got too close and Rita like stopped to like fix her hair or something and that's when she got pushed and shoved because people kept walking looking at Tom Hanks Mm. and that's when he was like everybody back the fuck off (laughs) like take a step back yeah he's just yelling at these like three people and the three people that that's it. facing him like yeah I I would die I would cry and like hide in a ball in the corner <laughs> never yeah. come out again because it's all in video and it's probably already viral yeah that's that's an embar- that's embarrassing for you yeah for yeah. sure so worst speak for that guy yeah um I think my winner is the ongoing January 6th hearings and I guess it's it's the worst week for for Trump and I think like all the people who are 
supporting him because it's really like the the facts of the matter are like really laid out there There's like emails like of Trump like whining like a baby about like Pence not defending him and stuff like that and it's just so like so embarrassing to watch like a grown man act like that mm-hmm. um I don't think that he feels embarrassed but like I, it's embarrassing like I'm getting secondhand embarrassment for like I mean I always everything he does I feel that way but just like the facts of this hearing being like laid out and watching like a lot of the people that were supporting him like kind of tiptoe around the edge now you know that I he really thought that he was going to steal the election back and now here he is in this position so yeah hearing all the information now that his crew like his staff knew that he lost and he was still like trying to come up with data that was not true whatsoever yeah it's just it's surprising but not surprising you know um it has been it's crazy that it's been two years since this whole thing happened and we're still having to face no ramifications (laughs) whatsoever what of that day I feel like in my opinion yeah I mean, we'll see how this turns out, but I think that like he has success. He got um, impeached twice. Like no one has ever done that. And he's just chilling. Like the biggest consequence that he faced was getting removed from Twitter. And that is like, not really that big of a consequence. So I know. And there's talks of him coming back anyway for with Elon. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No. So I don't, I'm not, yeah, I don't like, I don't like to hear about him anymore, but yeah. It's crazy because when we talk about pop culture in 80s, 90s, 2000s, he is always around. And mm-hmm. it just sucks that like, no matter how far you can go back or like, we're continuously going to talk about this guy for the rest of our lives. Of how, Like he's yeah. a Reagan, our Reagan. <laughs> yeah, he wishes. <laughs> like. <laughs> you know I don't know like Reagan was bad but yeah Trump was Trump didn't Trump didn't isn't even like Trump wasn't a movie star like Reagan you know like Trump like Reagan had that at least so for our best week honorable mentions I obviously um I don't know if you probably placed her as your winner but Beyonce she emptied I don't know if there was rumors of her social media account of I think it was her Instagram that got completely wiped out last Mm -hmm. week. I was going to mention it last week, but because there was no announcement whatsoever, she literally wiped out her Instagram account like in the middle of the night and we waited days. There was like no information about like a Ivy Park lineup coming up or music, but she lo and behold came out with a cover in British Vogue that she announced her dual, I think it's a dual platinum kind of a CD cassette or whatever. Um, July 29th, we will be getting Beyonce music. So Renaissance. <laughs> yes. Yay. I yeah. mean, the pictures alone got me excited. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Great. Did you place I, her at all as a winner or runner? Yeah, I, I placed her as a, as the winner. Nice. I have my fingers crossed for a Lady Gaga collab on that album. We need the telephone part two. You know what's so funny? Um, I don't know if it was on Keep It with Louis Vitrell and Ira Madison, but they've never performed that song live. Uh-huh. Ever. I know. Listen, I know. I love Lady Gaga so much. And I love Beyonce, but like, I'm obsessed with Lady Gaga. You know, like I, I love Beyonce. Like I, I'm, I'm a huge fan, but like, I, yeah, like I would die for Lady Gaga and the two of them, like, it's so, so like, uh, so powerful. And I think they should like go on tour together or something like imagine like unstoppable. Or at <laughs> so, least give us a show in Coachella or some sort of yeah. like, event where you guys will be able to do this song together. Cause yeah, the girls really want it. Yeah. And you know, it's like Rihanna is basically retired at this point. So I know I I know that she said that she'll probably come out with a new album. She I feel like she says that every couple of years to just like have a spoon in the mouth waiting. Yeah, I think <laughs> that she might do it before like before she dies, you know, but I don't think that it's like on her horizon right now. And that's fair. Like she's earned that right. But 
I mean, she does great on everything else. So mm-hmm. she she gives me everything already. <laughs> yeah. Another yeah. best week honorable mention is Jared Carmichael. He basically is a comedian. Um, he came out as a gay man as well um, in the comedy world for mm-hmm. Netflix. That was like a huge deal. Um, he the reason why I'm putting him as my best week is because he did an article with Variety where he basically talks about the downfall of Chappelle's career. He mm-hmm. says, Chappelle, do you know what comes up when you Google your name? Um, that's the legacy. Your legacy is a bunch of opinions on trans shit. It's an odd hill to die on. And it's like, hey, bro, who the fuck are you? Who do you fuck? What do you like to do? Um, it's just kind of played, but he's choosing to die on the hill. So all right. Yeah. I thought that was perfectly said without actually dissing Chappelle. Because it's true. Like he basically stated a fact and um, Jared Carmichael, I feel like everyone should watch his Netflix stand-up yeah. because it is a great stand-up. It was a great special, yeah. Such a great special. And yeah, um, I doubt Chappelle will have a comment back on anything just because he's the type of guy who would rather start shit than actually um finish what's been started yeah yes (laughs) (laughs) exactly no I think that Dave Chappelle like back in the day was like an amazing like pioneering comic and I think that like a lot of people had so much respect for him and I think it it's like he ran out of like quit I think it's just you know quit while you're ahead or like or like produce stuff or something like to stay in the limelight he just started like stirring up shit and I think that is like like correct what what uh Gerard Carmichael said was correct because I think it's like you had a legacy of like incredible comedy Mm -hmm. and you're ruining your own legacy and also hurting people and I think that it's like the worst the worst way to go it really uh, is, and like you'd rather die on that hill than actually like make yourself better and like open your. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, like I a hundred percent agreed with what you said. Where Chappelle is like a legacy, and I love seeing his old stuff. Don't get me wrong. Like I will go back and watch the Chappelle show as many times as I want. But all his new stuff that has come out in the past three, four, five years. Yeah, and there's like no jokes. Like it's not. Yeah, it's funny at all. Yeah, it's like I know he was trying to be like a really good storyteller, but yeah, it's it's that time where you need to pass the baton and like be a producer, be like a pro, like get yeah. If get you don't a have protege or something, you know, if you don't like, have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all, type of right? thing. And I feel like he's not. His mom never taught him that, you know. Um, yeah, it's upsetting for sure, and I think also like today. I guess this is also part of my worst week ever. I'm adding it now because I didn't have it in my notes. <laughs> but retroactively, I'm going to add it. Um, so Netflix has been putting out like all the videos of everything that they taped during their Netflix is a Joke Festival in LA. Mm-hmm. And like I went to some of those shows and there was a lot of discussion about like taboo topics that like Netflix has kind of avoided at some of those shows. So like there were mentions of sexual assault, there were mentions of transphobia and things like that. And Netflix apparently has cut all those things out of those tapes and then put them on Netflix. So like various comedians were like saying stuff like against Dave Chappelle's special and stuff like that. And Netflix has like edited that out of these people's tapes. They even like cut one comic out entirely. And it's like, right. This comes like after Netflix just like fired a bunch of employees, like Mm -hmm. have like, have had like employee walkouts because of this stuff. And I just think like, I don't know why like why Dave Chappelle is the hill that Netflix is gonna die on um it's because he's friends with the now owner or um who's ever in charge of Netflix I I read this up when um Netflix decided to keep his turf comedy special Mm -hmm. um up and decided not to take it down but yeah it's because you know white Gen X men just love sucking on Chappelle's dick and yeah. they're never gonna let that time capsule go yeah. you know it's just interesting because they're losing money like their stock just plummeted and I feel like 
when you look at that, like, I feel like these rich white men in power, like to them, money is power. And I think like, why don't you look at that and see like, hey, we need to make some sort of change. But then again, like, I'm not that, like, I don't, their brains don't work in the same way that like ours do. So I don't know. I just like hope that something shifts because I think that like Netflix has given so many people such amazing like opportunities and platforms. But I think that like at the rate it's going, it's like becoming more of a negative thing than a good thing. And a lot of like other platforms are doing those things that Netflix won't do. So yeah, that sucks for Netflix. But um, in more positive news, one of my best week ever things is um, not the Marilyn Monroe biopic, but another movie about Marilyn Monroe is coming out and Ana de Armas is set to star in it. And I thought that she looks amazing and just like Marilyn in the pics. And I think this is gonna be amazing for her. So I actually, I didn't know at all that she was, I heard rumors of her filming it, I guess last year, but I didn't see any pictures or whatnot. I did see some videos of her. She looks exactly like her, Yeah, which is crazy. Um, But side note, she was doing press for the film, I guess. And someone asked her if she knew about the Ana de, de Armas Twitter account that like is notoriously yeah. following, stalking her. And apparently she blocked them. She laughed and said, no, I don't, but I love them. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I think she's quite adorable. And yeah, she's cute. with the whole Knives Out and Ben Affleck, she, I'm excited for her to play Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. She's not American either. No. And I think she'll be amazing. She's like, she's great in Knives Out. I'm excited to see where her career goes. And yeah, I know she kind of deserves it because pandemic kind of stole her limelight she had like a lot yeah. for herself going and that I just remember her being in that Miles Teller movie and when I first saw her in that I was like whoa this girl is going to be like a new it girl mm-hmm. so you know that's that's exciting for her she got to wear some Marilyn Monroe replica dresses and she looked great <laughs> and she probably didn't ruin it either so yeah well, they're made they're not made just for her so you know any of your best week honorable mentions? Yeah, I've, uh, I guess, no, I'm on to runner-up then now. Ooh, tell me who your runner-up is. Or no, 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 just kidding. I'm not on to runner-up. I have one more honorable mention. Ha-ha. Okay. <laughs> um, it's that the Golden State Warriors just won their yes. fourth title. Um, I'm not that big into basketball, but I have always, like, the culture of basketball, like, I grew up in Orange County, and people were always big fans of like the Lakers and the Warriors. And um, I, I was always anti Celtics because I don't like New Englanders. So I'm happy that the Warriors beat them. And uh, I like Steph Curry. So good for him. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. Go Warriors. So, yeah, the, uh, yeah. Our whole town was going crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like every You're from the Bay, right? Uh, well, I'm, I've been living out here for the 10 years. So, okay. Kind yeah, of, I'm I, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it was really exciting. Yeah. My brother's a big basketball fan. So I like keep up through him, but yeah. Nice. Uh, for my runner up of best week honorable mention, it is Janet Jackson. She came out with an Essence magazine cover and she hinted that she has been coming out with new music. So we might be getting a new album from Janet Jackson and that would make me so happy because I still listen to her 2001 It's All For You <laughs> single yeah. hit. Um, so new Janet Jackson movie means new dance moves, new music video, tour. Like I, I'm runner up best week for me, Janet Jackson, for sure. Yeah, that's very exciting. I also think that in this moment of being anti-Justin Timberlake, it'll do great people are rooting for her yes <laughs> people are rooting for any victims of Justin Timberlake right now so she'll do it'll be amazing oh I think there's like a petition or some sort of GoFundMe of like Jessica Biel already divorced that man because like we will be <laughs> there for you and we will welcome you with open arms. yeah it'll be good <laughs> it'll be a good career move for her <laughs> so True. yeah um I, yeah you go sorry Oh, my final, I was just going to say my final runner-up, but if you had more thoughts on Janet. Oh, no, not at all. (laughs) Um, My final runner-up is that Drake, is Drake's new album, um, because 
best week ever for people who don't really care about Drake as a person at all. But like when Drake made like pop songs, like bops and mm-hmm. didn't really care for his last album of like annoying stuff. <laughs> um, Cause this album has like songs I could dance to. And that's what I wanted. The last album, I was like so bored. And I was like, 2016 Drake is back. That's how I felt listening to the album today. So that was exciting to me. I uh, haven't listened to it yet. And I'm super excited to fight. Like I'm doing it at the end of the night, just like by myself listening to the yeah. whole album. And yeah, I, he, dropped it on a good day too because I I, new albums for the summer always hype me up Mm -hmm. summer's a good time I think that like also a lot of people have been dropping music after Beyonce said that she was coming out with a new album which is like funny because Drake didn't like like give any warning about this so yeah yeah but like those Caribbean dance beats that's what I've been wanting you know I didn't I didn't want I didn't want say that you're a lesbian girl me too girls want girl I didn't want that you know so yeah. I uh, I'm glad for this <laughs> so for my winner this week for best week ever it is Jennifer Hudson for winning the EGOT award she's Yay. won the Emmy Grammy Oscar and Tony and she is the second black woman to achieve this um excellent achievement um the first one was whoopi 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> which i, did I keep not track know. of my egos i keep track <laughs> of my egos yeah yeah i'm i'm so happy for jennifer hudson i was watching american idol when simon cowell snubbed her so good for her isn't that amazing yeah I, it's it's crazy how like we saw her from the beginning literally to like doing the supremes the american idol and like yeah being in broadway i I'm just so happy for her. She is mm-hmm. the American dream. Yeah, she's definitely super inspiring and she's like so talented and good for her, you know? So, yeah. yeah. EGOT is a big accomplishment, so. Such, it's it's crazy how so little people have that. Yeah, 17, title. I think. I think yeah. it's 17. Yeah, That's so. Crazy. Yeah, no, but I guess that my winner is the Beyonce album upcoming, which I already talked about, but. Uh, speaking of powerful women in music, um, I think that Beyonce really reinvented what it means to release an album with Lemonade. Mm-hmm. And she like really has these really immersive artistic experiences and like her albums are like really work of art from start to finish. And, like there's a story and that's like such exciting news for anyone that like really is a lover of media, not just music. Yeah. Because there's so much, like there, you could just, it's like a treat it's a delicious treat you could like eat it for a day like it's like ice cream like lemonade videos were just so beautiful and like had so many like easter eggs hidden in them and I can't wait for for that and like renaissance is a powerful title so it makes me feel like it's something big on the horizon um I hope she does a whole movie like you know how she did black is king yeah I really hope she does something similar because that was art and it was yeah. cinematically visually pleasing and I can totally see her doing that with the title renaissance I really hope she gives us a visually pleasing um kind of a media from her yeah I have no doubt she will I think that like ever since Lemonade like artists have been stepping it up when it comes to releasing like music videos and just like full service releasing an album not just being about like the 10 songs on the album but also like about creating an experience and so I know she I know she'll give us one so I think that I've been kind of like meh about a lot of music lately I'm just excited for Beyonce to release an album because you know she doesn't really usually let me down and I always just like even if the music's not my speed I know that like she'll make something beautifully visual visually beautiful and I'm excited for that so you said earlier that you loved um, Lady, you love, not past, yeah. <laughs> Lady Gaga. <laughs> Do you love her new Top Gun song? Because I got to say, it, I think it took me a while to warm up to it. I think it's like a ballad. I don't, I think that there's like a very specific time and place for it. And I think that it's like a good ballad. I don't think it's like the kind of song that you would like dance to at the club, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think it's very good for what it is. And I haven't seen Top Gun, but I heard it was great. Um, 
it's like not my kind of (laughs) I don't know people were really liking it that I talked to which I was like it was like weird that I was hearing that because I don't really care about I never like I didn't have any interest in seeing it so a lot of people were like you should go you should go it's good so I was like okay have you ever seen the first one no I haven't I Um, highly recommend seeing the first one before you see okay okay so (laughs) that'll be my like homework for the next week I guess um but yeah no I I think that Lady Gaga also got a little bit of her thunder stolen from COVID because she dropped I thought like an amazing album right at the start of the pandemic that Mm -hmm. was like meant to be danced to and could she couldn't do that like nobody could go out and dance to it so I think like she's going on tour for it now and I'm gonna go see her in September and I'm excited about that um yeah I think that like Lady Gaga's really been involved in film lately and here's my take we're just talking about Jennifer Hudson EGOT winner I think that Lady Gaga can EGOT in her lifetime too oh 100 um and I think she's got the she's got the G and she's got the O right now Mm -hmm. so she needs the T and she needs the E so I think like her involvement in movies like fun come back like go go do something on Broadway right now and then come back (laughs) like because I think that she would for sure snag a Tony easily like she's got a she's got theater training and I think that like watching House of Gucci that was a terrible movie uh but I love Lady Gaga and I think that like she's theatrical as fuck so I think that she'll do amazing on Broadway or something Um, yeah she would do amazing in Broadway and um yeah she's apparently joining the new Joker Joker movie yeah Yeah. which (laughs) and it's gonna be a musical yeah (laughs) I don't know I don't know I I thought about putting that on my list but I don't know if that's good or bad so I refrain um yeah knowing that Joker the first one with um why am I yes yeah um since there were such great reviews about how great that film was, I feel like the musical would be pretty dark and good. Like, yeah, I hope so. I can see it. I, I can see Lady Gaga making it work. And I with, feel like if she's helping write the music, I can see it going well. But I oh, think yeah. that if they're just like injecting her into something, then I don't think it will be good. And I guess because I was high, I watched House of Gucci with my aunt and um, <laughs> she really wanted to see it. And I was like, okay, I'll watch it. And I got super stoned and I loved it because it, for me, it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was hilarious, but I don't think they were intending for it to be. Yeah. You know? I, she definitely wanted like a nomination, like JLo for Hustlers. Like she wanted, she, I felt like she kind of did deserve to be at least. Yeah. I think that like, I think she did a great job with what she was given. I think all the actors did. My issue with the movie was not the acting. It was like the script. Um, And the fact that it was three hours long, like I was sitting in the theater and I was like, I gotta go, like someone wrap this up. It was just too long. And I didn't get like what the point of the story was. Like, Mm -hmm. I know it was like a biopic. And so it was like, not really like some sort of like thematic thing is more like the telling of a story, but it was just started, like it took, like 30 it spanned 30 years of a story and it was like I was just kind of like what are we doing here but I thought her and Adam Driver did great I thought Jared Leto was like hilarious yeah um I think Al Pacino and her were like top tier the best yeah yeah for it everyone's accent was different which I thought was too funny um I want Lady Gaga to play a Russian person because I think that her Italian accent was bordering on Russian. I think that she would do a great job with a Russian character. Yeah. So especially that that one scene when she's giving money to like the the assassinators, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> her hitmen. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My friend, my friend was always like, he was like I don't understand how Italian people weren't riding in the streets after watching that movie like he's like it feels offensive (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah no I did hear a couple of my because um I have Italian friends who are from Italy and they were really upset with the whole um story so yeah Yeah. I was I'm kind of surprised there wasn't like an outcry for it yeah I mean it's it's Italians they're the butt of so many jokes but <laughs> I know yeah. with Andrew Como and all them like yeah it hasn't been so great it hasn't been a great year for the Italians yeah 
but so for every episode i ask my guests uh, what their favorite song from 2000 to 2010 and you told me teenage dream by katie perry which came mm-hmm. out in 2010 i couldn't believe it i i thought it was like mid 2000s that album came out yeah um tell me where were you when you first heard this song I don't know where I was when I first heard it, but I was like playing in middle school when it came out. And I remember it was like my sexual awakening. Um, I feel like not that positively about Katy Perry as a whole, but mm-hmm. that album, the Teenage Dream album was amazing. And I think that like after that, everything was kind of bad. And I think that people were like also pitting her against Lady Gaga. And so in my head, I was like, I'm team Gaga, but I have to give credit to that album. It was amazing. And Teenage Dream was like the sexiest song I had ever heard. And I just remember like, like singing karaoke versions of it, like I'm on my parents' computer all the time. And like, just, yeah, I, remember, I just remember like hearing it at slumber parties and like wearing like my wet seal outfit. I'm like, <laughs> like being obsessed with that song. Um, and they came out in the summer, another great album that mm-hmm. comes out in the summer. Summer bops, yep. Yeah, so, and then I think there's also a pretty good, like there's a Glee cover of it and you know, I think it was, I think it was Blaine that sang it. I think so. Um, that up. Yeah, that but, was, a, that was the same album with uh, the one that got away and uh, yeah. Firework and all that stuff. So I was California like- California Girls. California Girls. Night. Yeah, last yeah, that album is- It's good. It's a good album. It's a great album. Yeah, the one that got away. I just found out about the history to that song. And I didn't know that she was dating. He was into Scientology, but he was in that Sons of Anarchy show that everybody loved him as the character. But yeah, that song is based on the actor that she was dating. And she was too serious for her career. So she broke it off with him. And he... Yeah, he got in a really bad car accident and just like the music video. Um, yeah. Made me kind of like the song even more. <laughs> I love knowing like the history of, of all of these songs. Like with Lady Gaga, when she was dating Taylor Kinney, who she met on the set for You and I music video, mm-hmm. when she was dating him, then he proposed to her with a diamond, a diamond engagement ring that was a shape in the shape of a heart. And then after they broke up, she had a song on Joanne called Diamond Heart that was about like their breakup and I just think like I love when knowing that always just makes a song like so much juicier so I know yeah. they should really I know VH1 has this show called pop-up video where they basically play the mis- music video and then um, throughout the whole entire music video there's little pop-up bubbles of like history or the behind the scenes of the making of this music video and that's how I came to find out a lot of information that I do now yeah um, and I feel like we need that back, but with music videos like Katy Perry in 2010, like, yeah, bring that back. I want to, I feel like I've seen that kind of thing. <laughs> I feel like I've seen like people on TikTok who do that kind of really, uh, yeah, TikTok. Yeah. That's probably why I'm not on TikTok and I should just so I can get in the pop culture FYP. Yeah. I like, I feel like I used to make a lot of TikTok videos and then I took a long break and then now I like can't get back into it, but I have like here and there I'll like watch a few you know so yeah 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 it's something it's another thing that I'm like really another app (laughs) it's just another thing that is another burden you know so yeah yeah thank you so much for coming into my show can you please let my listeners know where they can find you Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at show me the yams, Y-A-M-Z and on Instagram at Yamanita's comedy. I have a podcast called pillow fight. We're on hiatus right now, but, uh, we talk about pop culture similar to this podcast, what's going on in the news and we play like sleepover games. So kind of fun, fun, casual vibe, just like this podcast. So if you like this, I think that you'll like pillow fight. Um, and Also, I'm doing lots of shows in LA. So if you're in LA, come check them out. And yeah, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for having me, Vanessa. Yeah, thank you so much. And guys, when you listen to her podcast, you're going to love Mary Fuck Kill. (laughs) I love it. It's my favorite part of the whole entire show. (laughs) I just love that game. I just love that game forever. So yeah, it's so it's great for any like any gathering. Just play it. It's the best. Yeah. (laughs) 
Thank you so much. Thank you. Yamini, 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 Yamini. Guys, it's Yamini. How embarrassing. I literally want to be an ostrich right now and dig my head into the sand and never come out. But now that you know her full government name, please go check her out. I had such a great time talking to her. I really hope that she comes back. I really hope all my guests come back. Um, but yeah, so much fun. I hope to see you guys next week. Next week, I have another great guest. Celebrity Memoir Book Club is coming to my show. Yes, guys. Celebrity Memoir Book Club with Claire Parker and Ashley Hamilton. They will be joining us next week for our best week ever. And I'm so excited to hear their takes. I was so excited to hear Yamini's takes today. I mean, I just love talking pop culture and knowing her podcast. I just knew her and I would be able to like hit it off on talking about today's topics. But yes, thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you guys next week. Remember, Yamini, 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 Yamini. <laughs> I will be saying this in my sleep now. But till then, thanks guys. We'll see you next week for best week ever. It's real, so take a chance and don't ever look